I'm Mari Campbell-Jack, and you are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction for the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. Genre fiction has often been sneered at, generally by the same people who hold classics as being the epitome of literary achievement. Who can forget the interview where Martin Amos implied he would only stoop so low to write children's literature if he had a brain injury? This kind of elitism and snobbishness has always existed in the arts. However, what the many who tightly cling to this sense of superiority do not realise is that it is only very recently that realism has crept into literature. Think about Homer, Beowulf, Shakespeare with his weird sisters Titania and Oberon. Human beings have always enjoyed a good dose of the mysterious, miraculous, mythological and unexplainable in our stories. For those that read the type of books I cover in this podcast, there is one book that, while being called a classic, is utterly and undeniably crime fiction. Crime and Punishment by Fyodor Dostoevsky, which has set a standard for not just crime writing, but also novel writing, in turn influencing Kafka, Joyce and Wolfe, among many others. Dostoevsky was part of the golden age of Russian literature and is seen as a forerunner of many new movements. But for all its accolades and other similar weighty tomes it will sit next to on the bookshelf, at the centre of this book lies a crime, its motivation and its consequences, which also places it quite firmly as a piece of genre fiction. In The Sinner and the Saint, Kevin Birmingham tracks Dostoevsky's writing of crime and punishment and how his life shaped his thinking in the novel. While most Russian writers were writers because they came from nobility and could afford to be, Dostoevsky was slightly different. He was born on the edge of nobility and spent most of his life trying to pay off debts that could easily land him in jail because of a barbaric attitude to debt at that time. Indeed, one does get the impression that if someone had taken young Dostoevsky in hand and taught him to have more than a toddler's grasp of budgeting, then it could be likely that his life would have been much easier, he may have well lived longer and also been happier. It is a good morality tale for not raising man-babies incapable of looking after themselves as any. One of the most fascinating periods of Dostoevsky's dramatic life was his death sentence, which was commuted at the last minute to several years in Siberia. There he mixed with other political prisoners, but also criminals, murderers, rapists, the kind of people who someone like Dostoevsky would have been unlikely to live side by side with in his cushioned but precarious life in St. Petersburg. It is obvious that this and his exposure to many different political ideologies which floated around the middle classes of Russia was highly influential on writing Crime and Punishment. But Birmingham deftly weaves another tale into the story, that of Pierre-Francoise Lancier. Lancier was a celebrity criminal, a kind of proto-Bundy who, after his arrest for murder, became 
infamous across Europe for not only his crimes, but his personality. He was good-looking, educated, wrote poetry from his cell, mused on philosophies of the time, and was most of all charming and flamboyant, the opposite of the prevailing idea of a criminal at the time. The public could not get enough of him, and like Dostoevsky's protagonist Raskolnikov, Lancier killed for money, but got little, and killed people from the underbelly of society, giving them both the illusion of some kind of moral superiority or deep philosophical knowledge. Birmingham parallels the writing of Crime and Punishment with Lancier's life and crimes and death to emphasise its influence on the work. But while Dostoevsky and Lancier both die, and I hope it's not too much of a spoiler to know that they're not still both alive, the book they have midwived into the world still exists. The Sinner and the Saint seems to end on a cliff edge, just as Crime and Punishment is destined itself to start its life. And what will it do? How will it fare in the world without the people who both donated their DNA, even if one was unaware of what they inspired? It felt to me like Birmingham finished the book just a little too soon, and more would have been advisable after the death of the author to turn it into a biography of a book, to trace how it interacted with cultures and readers around the world and through time. What did Crime and Punishment do to readers? What did readers do back? In The Sinner and the Saint we have a prequel, because while the stories of Dostoevsky and Lossier are interesting, they created something bigger than themselves, and at the moment, Birmingham has only given us a glimpse of this. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.